You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the acting podcast from the BGB studio. So before we begin... We're going to hit you with an ad here. Let's not make any bones about it. That's what this is. It's an ad. Yeah. We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure your spot and get to work. Go to braymangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. In our recent class, The Business of Acting, we invited guests from various pathways in the industry to talk with us. One of our guests was Josiah Akinyele, an agent at Innovative Artists. We recorded our conversation during class and want to share it with you right here on the Acting Podcast. Josiah is one of the hardest working agents in show business. He loves his clients. He knows every current and future show and every upcoming film in depth, and he fiercely advocates for actors. He has a clear point of view of the industry from which to discuss the agent-client relationship, starting with his own unique journey, a challenging upbringing in both Africa and the United States, and working at Banana Republic, when he discovered his path and passion to become a Hollywood agent, a job he loves. He knows what he needs from his clients and potential clients, why the industry is more competitive now than ever, and what he believes are the best ways to be seen and find success in our business. It's an insightful and surprising conversation, and it reminds us that we are all in this together. Thank you so much for doing this. I know that you had to give up concert tickets, but I appreciate it. Um, So... I've asked these guys to uh, come up with some questions, but first I'm going to 
ask you a few questions okay. and we'll just talk and this is just about us having a chat and being in the room together and just remembering that we're all you know human in this yeah. one of the things I know about you and um, love about you is that you a have heart uh, B you work harder than anybody else in show business you were telling me once this is a, this is great. He was telling me that we were talking and, and you were it was like ten o'clock at night and you said and so I may be paraphrasing but you said um, yeah I'm 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 sitting here watching sh I watch shows and write down everybody who's in the show and everybody and every every part and every role so I get to really understand the show deeply and I study the the work and I thought that was pretty impressive. I don't know anybody who does that. I mean it's the only way to like know how to pitch people, right? So you like your job. I love my job. What do you love about it? Oh, what do I love about my job? Many things. Um, I love the fact that you, in one phone call, can change someone's life um, for good. Um, I I love helping people connect with. I love helping people figure out what it is that they want, and helping them connect with that. Mm. Um, I love finding a piece of material and calling someone like you and be like, hey, so I have this actor that you should read mm -hmm. for this. And you're like, no, 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 they're not right. And I'm like, yeah, but I think they are. <laughs> and this is why I think they are. And you're like, okay, well, sure, we see them. And you see them and you book a job, you know? <laughs> That's happened, that has happened to me multiple times. Um, why do you think people listen to you? Um, why do you think I listen to you? Because you know that I don't, I don't just push people just for pushing sake. I just mm -hmm. I do it because um, a, uh, I, I, listen to, I listen to what you say you want. Mm -hmm. um, even if you don't know the actor, um, I will tell you why I think they're right. And if there's even a fit somewhere, you'd be like, sure. Mm -hmm. um, and, but I only do it, I, I only do it when I, I, I know that I, I, I feel it very strongly. And I, I, I don't do it with you all the time. So because of that, you trust my, mm. you trust the fact that I don't, I won't just push a million people on you because just to get an appointment. Mm. I do it because I feel it's the right yeah. person. Yeah. And what, what do you feel like right, right now, what, what, are your, what are your overall challenges as an agent and what are your challenges now these days as, as the business is changing so rapidly um, in so many ways and what are those changes? How do they affect you and what are your challenges? So what are my challenges as an agent? Yeah. Uh, I'm very busy. I have, thankfully, I have a lot of clients who are like doing really, really well. Actors, you know, when people are doing well, you know, then <laughs> that creates more problems than it of its own because now you want more, you know, because now to start thinking about, okay, great, he needs his next job after this job. There are more people that, you know, I, I again, because personally, I love people, I love helping people, so it's hard for me to say no. To an act to 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 rep to rep an actors because um, I I wish I could I wish I could call myself to represent everybody um, but I'm realizing that in order for me to do a great job with people that I have I have to say no so that's for me has been a personal challenge in figuring out how to like not take on the world because mm -hmm. it's my it's my tendency to want to take on the world. What what, so what's the answer to there's mm -hmm. there's there's so many different mm -hmm. platforms and outlets. And so it feels like there are more jobs. Why is it more competitive? Is it because of the name? It's more competitive because value that's now, so in the past, I've, I've been doing this just, I may have been aging up for six years. I've been in total industry 
biggest 10 years. From, even when I started, there were more, there were a lot of movie stars who were not doing TV. And there was, there was a very limited number of like outlets. It was just the networks and then, and then HBO and Showtime, HBO Showtime yeah. and then FX and AMC. Yeah. But now like everyone is in the original programming game. But in order for people to get, for their programs to like rise to the top, they have to have somebody like a draw. Obviously, there's also the focus on like ethnic diversity that has sort of changed. I know, for example, on our list, we had a predominantly um, Caucasian heavy female list hmm. because at the time that's where most of the jobs were, you know. But now we have a lot of women, unfortunately, who are struggling. And I don't. It's not just for our, for our company. I know across the board. There's a because there's this. There were more jobs for like Caucasian women in a certain demographic um, than there were for other ethnicity. So like, and one thing that I when I when I became an agent, one thing that I really fought for was to just have more people that and not just pretty people, just people that look normal. Because that's like the world is not a is not a homogenized. You know, everyone just everyone just doesn't look the same. So part of the change in Landscape is there's a lot more sh there's a shift towards like the ethnic diversity and now there's a focus now on like LGBTQI actors and trans actors which wasn't like a thing before but now is so what happens is there's ten roles to be cast you know a certain number of those roles have to be have to have some type of diversity but not just ethnic diversity there's there's the sexuality part of it there's also the the trans and the uh, non-gender so there's just so much this swirl there's uh, then there's a push to be to make the world a lot more inclusive but what makes it happens what 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 happens then is if you're an actor coming up in a certain demo it could be you know slower for you and busy for your friend right. so now there's every, everything's is been consolidated like you know fox just bought disney no disney Vice versa. Disney just bought Fox, which has eliminated a whole slew of jobs. The challenge also is to sort of stay in, stay in the game, and just stay on top of like what's happening, and and try to figure out ways to change with the with the times. And I mean, personally, I I'm very into like personal de personal development, so I'm always figuring out how can I work better. What am I not What am I not looking at? What's changing? How can I be, How can I be different? How can I think different? So I'm always like trying to figure out how to how to be different, and how to be better, and how to change with the times. Things that I sort of decided when I first started, I said, "A, I'm never going to be afraid of being fired by anybody. Uh, I'm never going to be afraid of talking to anybody. Um, I'm always, and I was always going to like keep my heart open, and I was always going to like do it afraid." Basically, and you know that's not usual, though. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> I know I, 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 although, although I'm sure people, if they yeah. stop to think and actually yeah. make those claims, they they might yeah. find that. But I, I mean, it's it's just something that I I I, I don't know. I'm just me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was just something that I I just sort of determined early is that I am not. This is things that I am not going to do, mm. and it seeps into how, how I sign people. Like I don't sign people. I do sign people because I see, I see them on things, but I, I go with my instinct all the time. You know, I, I go with my gut feeling a lot. Um, I can meet an actor who has zero. You know, Risa sent this actor to me, um, this young this girl to me, who, but had, she actually emailed me, like, herself, like, a few months before. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I 
I, I just never responded. But when you called me and said, hey, this is actor, I'm like, yep, I'll meet her. And I met her. And, about your titty? Yeah. yeah. I met her and I just fell in love with her. And we just said, you're good. And I like you, so let's do it. Yeah. You know, and she's, you know, she's been having some success. And it's, it doesn't mean that it will come with its own set of challenges, but I. I, 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 I follow, I go, I go with my heart all the time. Mm. Um, yes. What do you look for in an actor when you're looking to sign somebody new, aside from yes. knowing that they're going to check yeah. some of the yeah. different diversity different boxes, boxes when that's necessary? But if they're mm. not, if they don't check those boxes, yeah. what, do you, what do you look for and how do you want to see yeah. that? What, how do you evaluate that or how do you consider yeah. that? So I, I sort of decided, um, again, that I want to represent actors who can be leads of... TV shows, plays, movies, whatever. I want to represent lead, I to represent lead actors. And, what does lead mean it to you? Um, somebody who has the ability to carry a show, mm-hmm. or carry carry a film, carry a play. Could be number one on the call sheet. Somebody who has the ability to be a leader. Um, and it doesn't. It's not. It's not a look for me. It's a. It's. It's gonna sound weird, but it's an energy. Mm-hmm. That's sort of what I what I decided that I wanted to. So whenever I meet an actor, that's sort of the first thing I always think about is, do they have that energy to be, to be a lead of something? And it's not something that you put on, it's just something that you are. Um, now, now, it doesn't mean that you can't be the lead. It, it doesn't mean that you can't grow into a leading role, but I still think that there's still something, like there's an intensity in someone that I, I'm, I'm an intense guy. <laughs> um, and when I meet somebody who has sort of that intensity, I, my heart immediately just like connects to the person, um, regardless of what they look like. So yeah. it's, you know, uh, for me, I want to think synergy is, is, a, is one of my, my, my words that I use a lot, um, is I, I, I believe in synergy. Like, Look, I, I, I could meet you, I could see you do like this great TV show, and I'd be like, you know what, and everyone, everyone, everyone might, might be chasing you down, but I'm like, you know what, I can't do for her what I know she needs. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, so I, I won't sign you because I'm, because not, because I don't think you're talented, but I'm like, I am not your person. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel, I feel mm-hmm. it's, it's a disservice for me to sign you as an actor, and not work and not bring my hundred percent to you because you, I expect you to bring your hundred percent to me. You should always, you know, I tell I tell my my that I work with, you should go in there and be bring hundred percent of what you your interpretation your interpretation of what that role is. Bring it in there and if 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 that's if that's it in the room, they're gonna be like they're gonna be like yeah that that's our girl or if you do something different and unique and authentically you it's gonna stick with the casting person mm-hmm. and even if not for that role they're like you know what there's another role she's right for coming up we're gonna get her for that one people buy you people decide do I want to talk to this person every day do I want to spend time on the phone with her do I want to is, is there somebody that I can get behind calling like on like on the phone, you know, call, calling, Risa, hey Risa, this is a girl, she's amazing, blah 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 blah, you know, and then and then I know when she when she goes into the room, she's going to bring her authentic self to the room, you know, I don't, if I can't say that, then I don't want to, fuck with you, I mean. <laughs>
Yeah, but I can, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean. <laughs> but that, but it has to do with showing up. It has to yeah, do with to, showing up fully yeah. and knowing who you are and, and what mm. you can bring. And, yeah. and then it's a, it's a fit or it's a not a yeah. fit. But making yourself small or invisible yeah. or, or fitting in a box or generalizing your talent yeah. doesn't serve you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, what I, whenever I meet a new actor, I always try to, like, I always, like, disarm them um, because, you know, there's, you come into my office, like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to meet this guy. And I'm like, so, I'm like, hey. But, so, make you at ease. We'll talk about, like, I mean, I'll make you joke about myself and, like, you know, something self-deprecating, uh, per usual, or just something to, like, make you laugh and, like, just be, you know, I'll, I'll ask you about, like, I don't know, what, we had for dinner last night or like I'll make a joke about something and then just to, because I want to see who you really are not who you who you think I want you to be how, um, how do you want um, how do you meet new actors and how do you want actors to reach out to you what and, and what kind of reaching out does speak to you before you actually get a chance to yeah, sit down so and feel the yeah night? yeah uh, I mean uh, if you call, if a referral, like mm-hmm. somebody that I trust, like reset calls and mm-hmm. say, hey, you gotta be this actor, I'm like, absolutely I will. And um, we've, had, we've had a couple of yeah. mishaps on yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like a timing in terms of like, um, right now I've been traveling a lot. Uh, by, by, I've been saying by July 10, uh, I would have flown 800,000 miles this year. Oh my God. Yes. And that's to see clients. Clients and obviously my, my vacation that, that I took as well. But I've the flown. I've I've been in New York like I don't know, like six seven times already this year. Um, mm. I leave for Australia on on Saturday to go visit a client. I mean I'm there till I fly back on the twenty fifth, um, and the next day I leave for New York um, to go see a couple of plays. And then when I'm in New York, I'm, I'm going to Toronto to go visit a client on the set. I'm gonna fly back for, like, for the closing night of clients play, mm-hmm. flying back July 1st to LA, then I'm going to Malta on um, July 5th um, for a, a friend's birthday, um, and back on July 10th. So that's sort of like, so people are like, hey, can we hang out? Or can we, can, can we meet this actor? I'm like, I'm not available until July 14th. So that's- That's, that's exhausting. You know, it's exhausting, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, sometimes, again, I, I, I want to meet everybody, but I'm trying to also have like a, have like a, a personal life because for, for the first, I don't know, six, seven years, I, I, I just worked. I didn't care about dating or friends or family. I just worked. That's all I cared about. And so I've really been working to have like a real life because you know what? Um, when everybody's at home, when you're on set, enjoying your series regular role, you're shooting that film, or you're doing the, and I'm at home by myself, you know? <laughs> Checking your Twitter. You know? <laughs> and there's like nobody there, you know? It's all this. I think that speaks though also, I love that you said that, mm-hmm. not that you didn't have anybody to call, you could always call me, but um, <laughs> DM me on one, whatever that is. But, but, but it speaks to the, the, the balance between being incredibly diligent and hardworking, which I advocate for, and that's a lot of your success, is you are absolutely committed and hardworking and diligent, that and having a life. And I, it's so important to have that balance, to have you know, pets and family and mates and, and other interests and, and other ways to express yourself creatively. Yeah. 
um, and t downtime, but also that balanced with the incredible hard work. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about, as we go through these eight weeks, what hard work really looks like, how, how, do you, how you show up, how you are responsible to your, to your life, your career, your acting. Um, but it is, it, is a, it is a dance. It is a dance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I want to go back to meeting actors and, and, uh, do pe yeah. and how, do, how people approach you. What's the most successful way for that? Not, not that these guys are going to yeah. you know, hound you, but the fact is, like, yeah. how would, what makes sense? What works these days? I mean, it, we, uh, well, because I also work for, I, I don't work for myself. I work for a company. Um, there's, a, there, there's a process in signing actors of the company. Um, which I occasionally buck, you know, I get, I get in trouble. Now they don't, they don't bother me as much. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're, so what I say, if you're 25 and under and I meet you I, and I'm like, I want to sign you, then I'll just do it. They don't give me as much fuck anymore. But if you're, if you're older than that, I have to go through a, a committee. They're going to want to see what your resume is, what you've done. Um, why is that? Why is that twenty five? Like, because it's a, like it's just it's an experiment under. Yeah, because yeah. most twenty five year olds haven't still trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. Their place in the industry, unfortunately, in the, in our industry, there's this whole age thing which uh, yeah. drives me up the fucking wall. Yeah. Um, because you know what, you arrive when you arrive. That's you know, I read this article the other day about Reese Seahorn. Uh -huh. The girl who on um on um Better Call Saul, Better Call Saul. she auditioned for ten years, mm. ten years before she got Saul, mm -hmm. doing like little tiny jobs here and then until she got a got a big break. I mean, I wrote an actor who is um in her forties, um and I mean she I mean she did she did some work, um but it was when she met me, um that she really I mean I'm not taking the credit for her but. Um, when I met her, I, I just realized how she and I just connected on, on, on a level. I'm like, I'm going to be your guy. And I started going out to jobs for her. And now she's, she's one of, I'm going to go visit in, in Australia. And, you know, she's uh, Julian Emery. You know, she's, you know, she just, she was in Cat 22. She was in Fargo. Um, I called, called you about did, her yeah. to do masters. Yeah. When it comes to a certain type of actor, if you don't have like a list of credits, the company, it's hard to get you signed on a company. Um, if you've done, if you did a pilot or you did a movie or something that, where you sort of stood out, um, then that's a little bit helpful in getting people signed. Or, which is where I encourage LA actors, there's a lot of, there's lots of great theater in LA. I mean, I mean the Geffen, the Taper, the Kirk Douglas, we all, we go. And um, like auditioning, for, like doing a play at the Taper, um, or doing play the Geffen will get you seen by a lot of people. And I always encourage people to get managers. You know, a, a, a great manager is better than an agent because <laughs> you want somebody who can be your advocate and who can fight for you, someone who believes in you, who, who will be there in the good and the bad. Sometimes I'm like, man, I really want to sign you, but I can't right now. Or I'm like, you know what? Why don't you go do A, B, C, D, E, F, G? And then but let's keep talking and so it's not over yeah yeah so if someone is in that play at echo the echo, echo theater mm -hmm. in atwater village mm -hmm. and they're getting decent reviews and mm -hmm. they're having a great time and they love their work and you say i can't leave santa monica or i can't you know i just can't get there what do they do next um 
they're getting good reviews, email me the reviews, mm-hmm. and um, or find some or whoever cast somebody cast to play. Mm-hmm. You know, have that person call me. You know, or say hey, someone like you that I mm-hmm. you know like I, I trust implicitly, and say hey Josiah, you're gonna be this person, and I'm like okay, but it'll have, it'll be in two months so when I'm back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You know, yeah. um, type thing. So, but you know, I I spend hours like watching. Like, because I'm on planes a lot, so I, I watch, you know, TV, I watch, like, random stuff on television. I like web series, you know, because well, I think that's a, a place to find people. I like people who, I think it's great when people try to create their own content, or try, try to do something, not wait to be... I was talking today um, with an attorney who represents Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is this tall... You guys know her, right? Feedback? Yeah. I mean, she's like... If she just waited to be cast in something, she would she would still be waiting to be cast. Yeah. You know, she you know, she She did her show at then went to Edinburgh and you then know, it became this and this yeah, and on and on. Know, on so yeah. and the people, you know, take in risks. I think mm-hmm. everybody wants to find someone with a unique voice and I think we all have like unique voices. You know, Hamilton's one of my favorite musicals, not because it's a musical, but because I feel it's a work of art that this guy spent seven years putting himself into this thing and now it's this big massive global hit because one person tapped into his creativity mm. you know and I always tell people I, I always you know I encourage myself I always encourage people to say go what is that one you have your voice you have that thing that you that only that you, you have a story that only you can tell um, tell it with boldness you know and you know you don't need somebody to like give you money to do it we all, we all have iPhones you know make it on your iPhone you know get a bunch of friends together I mean, we all have friends who want to be DPs who want to be editors who want to be who are all trying to make it in, in the industry get together with your creative selves and like make something I mean most of what's on TV today because someone someone did that instead of just waiting to be cast in something well, I love that you're saying that because we advocate for that a lot here, and we've seen it happen. Yeah. And it's there's nothing better than the Phoebe Waller Bridge story mm-hmm. or the Duplass Brothers story or you know people who uh, Asa Ray who just say mm-hmm. I'm going to make this thing because I have this voice, I have this story to tell. And you know you, you might make some bad shit for a while, you know, but then eventually <laughs> yeah, people I mean, do. I mean, you know, and then eventually. Everyone's made something bad before they've made something yeah, good. It's how you get better. It's like you. Yeah. I mean, when I first started, I mean, it, it, I didn't grow up with like great taste. I mean, I, I, I started like learning, like the things that worked and the things that didn't work, and still learning things that don't work and don't work. You know, even uh, you, you never arrive. So, Josiah, let me ask you this question from one of the actors here in class: Do you sign actors across the board or only theatrically? Sometimes we sign. Some, 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 of our, some of our clients, our theatrical clients, get signed by commercial departments, mm-hmm. and then sometimes they don't. They, they're like, you know, we don't need, we, we, we don't have room for that type, mm-hmm. you know, on their roster, you know. And sometimes the people that they would sign that were like, so that we won't sign, you know. So it's, but sometimes Kim Bird, like Hey Josiah, this is, this was after, you know, I actually always say, hey Kim, was that commercial department I say if there's somebody that you think has the potential for crossover you let me know mm-hmm. and she and she always occasionally we send someone my way we've sent a couple of people that way through mm-hmm. our, our commercial department we so um, unfortunately it's like it doesn't 
always worked that way. And but but when I sign people, I always sign them with the mind of when things have to go go up for them, I want to cross them over to those other parts of the company. I think also, um, you know, there's an actress who's in, in here and she wrote a short that she, that she was in. She did really beautiful work as a writer and as an actor. And uh, she also had a, a web series she had written and a screenplay she'd written and a, an okay reel otherwise in her acting. And it was easy to get managers interested in yeah. her, people who were interested in producing oh. her stuff. And then through that, you know, other agents got in, got interested, but I found that managers were, but she had, yeah. but she also had a great reel yeah. based on this piece that she'd yeah. written that she was acting in. And so she had the whole package and that was attractive to everybody. Yeah. So just, I think it really depends also on what your materials are yeah. and what you, you know, and, and if, and then if you have that, if I were an actor and I was interested in writing and producing and directing and, and an agency said, we'll only sign you as an actor then that could be, you know, that might be a red flag if, yeah. if you wanted the other stuff. Yeah, because I, 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 I never see someone's talent as just one thing. The actor is just this, oh, he's just an actor, she's just an actor. There's more to you. You have creative ideas in you that you want to produce. Some people end up, like, directing, you know, producing stuff, you know. I have a client who just, you know, produces a short. I have an actor who's going to direct a movie. I never see... You just as an actor, because I don't think we're, we're just one thing. What do you say to your actors when things aren't going really well and they feel dry and frustrated? What do you tell them when you can't get them in the room or when they're just having a low um, period? You know. Oh, uh, I mean, like there's, I mean, the ebbs and flows um, in in the business, and I encourage people to go to class to find find a class to. He, uh, one, of, one of my clients is teaching a class now, teaching, um, I encourage people to find a way to, to sharpen their, to stay sharp because you never know when the call's gonna come for you to go do something and, and I just again try to think out of the box, you know, for them, like what, what can I do to help this person move forward? Mm -hmm. You know, um, sometimes it's just that there's not there's just not the actual job audition for you to go to because the role of the thing that you're right for is not is being offered to somebody. Or sometimes this is people are in in between you're sort of in that sometimes who are kids growing up into adulthood and then or like if you're in your you know, I have an actor who's like going into his forties and he used to be this like, you know, skinny, like good looking guy who's now he now has a couple of kids and chunky, and you know he's he he looks more hipstery and and so the roles that he was he would he was going in for before, like he's not right for those roles anymore because based on who he is today and so, and then he's competing against people who are already, who have been doing that role for their whole career. So it's sort of challenging to try to like now sort of shift him into that into this new space. Um, and so I try to, to look for, like, I have him going in for a, a, a play of Geffen, like, tomorrow. So, type of thing, just to sort of switch up the energy and the way people are, people are seeing him. Also, if you're used to seeing him one way, when I call you, say, hey, reset this person, you're like, no, he's not right. They're like, no, I'm like, no, he looks like this now. Mm -hmm. And you're like, 
mm, I know him. I've brought him, him in for years, you know, type I thing. I know you wouldn't, but... Yeah, but you, I get but yeah. You, you, you know what... Yeah, 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 yeah. People need to be redefined. What your people say. But I, I really try to work to help to partner with... And then, but sometimes people just... People are done. They're like, you know, I don't want to be an actor anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, I don't have the passion or the drive for that anymore. I want to do something different now. Mm. And that's also okay. You know? And I feel sometimes, it's again, talking to the actor, sort of figure out where they are. And as an actor, you know, she's you know about turn fifty. A lot of the roles for her age group are being well, they're all going to they've been straight offered to people, and she's talking to should I she's going to direct a movie? Um, she's she just has she now has a writing partner, and they're creating like a, a web series, just something to, to give. She's like maybe I should just I should go think about this directing. You know, space. I'm like, I'm, and I'm letting her explore that. You seem so giving and open to your clients, but what makes you drop a client? <sighs> Sometimes I have to drop a client um, because they tell me to. You know, they've been with the company for a few years. They've gotten they've gotten lots of opportunities and you know, no bookings and you know, it's also a business. You know, you have to drop people. Drop somebody today, who I mean, no cut. For three years, went in on every single possible audition. No callback, no bookings for three years. You know that's 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 sort of hard to keep justifying keeping that person books. Now there's some people that I just won't do because I don't because I some people grow into their into themselves. That makes sense. You know, and every audition they go out for, they're either gonna get pinned for it or they're gonna they're gonna book it. And so even if it's one audition every three months. I know that they're gonna book that, but it's it's that way because they're not. They don't look like a. You can just plug them into like they don't plug and play. You know they they're very specific, and but when that right rule comes along, it's that. And you believe in that? Oh, hundred percent. I'm yeah. like, nope, I'm not doing it. I I, I hate lazy actors, very much. Lazy. Lazy. lazy yes, I will not work with somebody who's lazy. What does lazy look like to you? Um, unprepared. Um, having to like rescheduling auditions multiple like multiple like multiple times. Um, being late. Um, not showing up. Um, or a sloppy cell tape. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the world has you know has changed so much that you don't have to get into a room. That you have this opportunity to do a great sell tape and you and, and you you're reading off the page, uh, automatic drop. It's not 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 acceptable. So um, and that's how you can tell what somebody's work ethic is gonna be. Yeah, I mean being unprepared is like the worst thing in the world. I mean, I work my ass off. Like ask when 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 Risa is working on, on a project, ask her how many times I call her. Many times. Many times. <laughs> and she's like, dude, stop calling me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to cast, cast a show. Um, it's, it's hard to get auditions with people. And then you, and when you get the opportunity to go in and, or to tape for something and you don't do a good job on it, then what's the point? I don't want I, 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 By a good job, you're talking about being a responsible Being responsible. Person, on, yeah, yeah. Being responsible, yeah. like learning the lines, 
um, being off book because obviously self tapes you're supposed to be off book on them, be off book on them, and just bringing you an A plus game because you know what, if I am giving you hundred percent, you owe me hundred percent too. What should an actor do if they're with an agent who doesn't advocate for them? Ultimately, at the end of the day, you need somebody in your corner who believes in you, who's going to fight for you, and who's going to like not take no for an answer. So if you're with somebody who's not fighting for you, then why are you with them? I mean, I, 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 would, I, I wouldn't want to represent somebody that I'm not into. Or I don't want to be with somebody who's not into me. I mean, I don't know. No, I hear that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how, how would you answer that question? Um, I, I think it's important to have conversations with your reps. And I know some of you, and I'm not, I'm not saying that's the case, but some of you don't have that kind of close relationship. You're talking about your clients like you talk about a relationship. Yeah. There's an intimacy there, and there's a trust there, and there's a real understanding, and, and people who are invested in each other. And I don't think that's the case for a lot of you, whether you, you know, if you have a rep, uh, what that, so how would you change that with the people you're with, or start to think about letting, we talked about that earlier, letting go of those people if it's not healthy, and if it's not working that way, and if it's not active. Because um, there's no there's no value in that if you're afraid of them yeah. and or if they say to you don't call me or this is what I do I just submit you along with thousands of people and whether you know it or not those there are many agencies and we've certainly uh, said that we're not going to accept submissions from people because they're not thoughtful about it they mm -hmm. have an assistant just do mm -hmm. it and suddenly an, 60 people come in in a submission for mm -hmm. a role and nobody's really thought this through the entire client list. It, they read, you know, female 30s, and then every female they have between 20 and 50 has, mm -hmm. is submitted, and some guys too. And so, and, and not guys because you, they think, they're thinking interestingly. Yeah. Just guys because they're just not thinking. Yeah. And they have an assistant do it. And so suddenly there's a one scene guest star role in a, in a, in a show, and 2,000 submissions come in. And, like, how do you get through yeah. that? You know, and so, and to also from the perspective also on the agency side sometimes is like you if you don't submit everyone's clients then okay. you get in trouble for not submitting you know I, I cover you know I, I, to use you as a, I cover your show I cover your team mm -hmm. and then if this breakdown comes out I don't submit like Joshua's client then you'll be like hey why didn't you submit her or the guy's never goes oh didn't submit her so what I try to do is I would submit everybody that, it, that feels right and then look at the breakdown and then call and say, hey, yeah. here are the few select ideas I think you should look at for this role. Mm. And just be sort of give two or three or four names per role for the, for the, and then the guest network can, can go look and in my whole submission to see if there's anybody else that they like and, and choose them that way. So... Um, and not just me, a lot of the other agents there really work at being thoughtful and intentional in talking about the clients because it's the only way that A, to keep our, our relationship like pure and open where, you, where you're gonna be open to hearing a new idea from me. Mm -hmm. um, but also to service our clients you know, properly because if I submit you for, 
your transgender role, you're absolutely not right for that. You know, and that I'm doing you a disservice by submitting you for something that you're not right for. Um, let's just jump for a second to this whole uh, self-tape thing, yeah. because it's it's very much uh, a, a new process, and but a very fast-growing uh, norm. So, what is your experience with self-taping? Where when does it work? When does it not work? And one first question, which is a simple one, maybe not not a great one, but. <clears throat> um, do you hear from casting people or executives? Yeah, yeah, just have them self-tape mm -hmm. because they, and what is that, is that dismissive? Does it feel like an opportunity? Is, what's your reaction to that? Because well, that, that happens a lot. Usually it's dismissive okay. to just get you off the phone. Yeah. Um, but I, I take it seriously. Um, yeah, I read a book um, two years ago called Success Through a Positive, Through a Positive Mental Attitude. And it sort of changed how I view a lot of things, and so um, Napoleon Hill. Okay. Um, and it sort of changed how I like live and how I work, and so even if you're dismissive, I would see that differently. I'm like, great, it's a great opportunity. She said yes, and we're gonna get this tape in. Wow. And I'll give you example. Just just happened to me very recently. Um, there's a movie with. Richard Jenkins um, that was casting and I read the script and there's, there's this role of, for this actor that, that I represent I'm like holy shit this guy's perfect for this role perfect I emailed the casting directors kept emailing like emailing them three times no response hey guys I'm following up on this they're like sure he can self tape and my guy did a killer self tape I told him, they said, have it due Monday? I said, I told him due, due Saturday. Mm -hmm. He sent it in on Saturday. I emailed it to them right then, because he crushed it. And then they emailed me back 10 minutes later saying, wow, where is he? I'm like, he's here in LA. Monday they called me and they said, hey, can, can, we're, we're going to bring him in for a director callback. I'm like, Great, just tell him what you need. He went in for his callback, nailed the audition, and he, he, he booked the movie. And the casting directors called me and said, they were like, Josiah, thank you for a not taking our silence for an answer and for not um, being offended by like, you know, they, they, were, they were like, thank you for introducing us to this actor because if not for your persistence, this guy wouldn't have this job. They're like, he was, they're like, we had all these name actors that were up for this role, but your guy was clearly heads and above all of them. So what was great about his self-tape when you said he crushed it, it was killer self-tape? It was exactly, like he was, like he was, like he was, like he was like balls to the wall. Like mm -hmm. he just brought it. He was, and he's always off book. And, and he just, he just brought, he brought, I mean, watching it, I'm like, yep, that's what I read. Like when I read the script, he was like the embodiment of that character, and he brought that character to life for me, and that showed in himself. And he was it was well lit too. It was well lit. It was, and he was wearing like he picked the right clothes to wear. It was just like he stood out. And 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 so, what would a not? How do he dis, does that distinguish him from a not so great? Not so great. Um, usually bad lighting, like but the light the lighting's bad. Lighting's bad. Um, 
they're not off book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's they're not really fully present in the tape. You know, some people use tapes as a oh, I just throw it on tape, and I'm like, no, no, no. Your self tape is you need to pretend like you're in the room with the casting people. Like this is the only way that they are going to. This is you are presenting your version. You're saying this is me. This is me. This is what. This is who I. This is what I think I can bring with this character. You're not going to get. You may not get a another shot at that. So. Do not throw away your shot. Literally, that's how I sell tapes. From where you sit, what is the casting pitching process for pilots? On on pilots, um, pilots generally get casting records quickly, um, unless we have a move, unless it's a movie star that that's going be offered the role, then. Everybody just waits to play Casanova to come on board. Obviously, there's some names that we discuss with the network before, like the breakdown comes out, and that gets passed into the casting director once the open comes on board, and then they make their lists, and they already have those names on the list, and you know. Uh, but most roles end up coming out of the casting process. There's the casting director, then there's the agent and manager, and then there's me. And if you take your agent and manager out of the equation, not to overstep them, yeah. but just to understand that you can have relationships with casting people. Yeah. You should know who they are. You should figure out what their lives are, not stalking them on Instagram, but knowing everything you can find out about them, and then figure out a way to access them and, and have relationships with them because they are looking for you yeah. without you realizing it. And I mean, I, I don't know if it, you guys use social media to use that as an I mean. They're all on Twitter. I mean, and I follow a bunch of casting directors, and they're all doing like, oh, ask me anything, you know, and it's a way for them to like connect with actors that wouldn't necessarily get seen or whatever. And I know people who've cast people from Twitter because they met them on Twitter or they met them on, on Instagram. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, especially some of the younger casting directors that are up and coming. That's how they find. That's where they live. That's where they live, you know, so, you know, sort of <laughs> yeah. use that as a, as, a, as, a, as a tool, not just to, like, see what's happening in people's lives, but to engage, you know. And when we, do t- we talk about social media, we're going to do that in a few weeks. We'll talk about how to do that in a way that's not yeah. intrusive, so, so, yeah. but yeah. still engaging. Yeah. Please don't think that you, thank you for that, and that you don't have power in this yes. and that you don't have relationships. They're just people yeah. trying to, to do their job yeah. and they need more new uh, energy and, and, yeah. and, and, and connection and yeah. their ways to do that where you're not offending anybody yeah. but you're making yourself known yeah. and being in relationship with them. And I know it's harder to advocate for yourself. In some ways you're advocating yeah. for your clients. Yeah. Um, but there are also ways to advocate for yourself where you don't feel like you're intruding, yeah. but representing, you know, something of value that you have to share with people. And you, listen, you talk about, you, so you might send out, I know someone who just sent out 50 emails to agents to get represented, and he got nothing back, and he said, what do I do now? I said, keep, so you did that, that's fine, now what's the next thing? You had this, the casting people 
for that show not respond to you for three emails and he has relationships with them and he's Josiah and blah 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 and that happens to me all the time like people don't respond emails are like I get when I'm on a show on a pilot or something I'll get 500 to a thousand a day and you can't get through them all yeah it's... but but then you trust the people you know and relationships that start to evolve over time yeah. you know where, where where you're realizing that you're all trying to solve this thing together you're all trying to create something and collaborate together and you've got to start thinking of yourselves as a part of that equation and a part of that relationship a few years ago listen to this podcast um about something about about persistence and this guy was like you know what i i I always email people until i get an answer fuck off (laughs) 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 which is sometimes the answer you know um but at least you got an answer, and now you know. Yeah. And so I, she said the problem is a lot of people take it personal when people don't respond and get offended, and so they stop, you know. So I decided that I am not going to take anything personal, even though I do sometimes. Um, sure. But I get over it because um, I always, you know, I always, because I want that thing more than my ego or the, whatever that I want. So I, I get over myself. And I ask again until someone tells me yes or no. Mm-hmm. Um, because at least I know. Rather than just be like, well, maybe if that one extra email, you know, would have, you know, gotten gotten over the edge. You know, and in terms of emailing agents, a lot of agencies are all referral only agencies. So if I would recommend having someone trusted like Risa call or email about you to somebody, uh, to like an agent or a manager. Um, most, the people that tend to respond to emails like that are managers because everyone's always looking to add to the list or looking for like a type. Uh, not, not a type, but like looking for if you don't have a certain type of person in your list you want. So, I mean, I happen to read every email that comes to my, to every pitch email. Even though most people I know I'm never going to sign, but I still read and take a look at it. And sometimes I'll respond. I find them interesting enough to want to engage, but also learn to spell the names of the people, people right? You know, people still misspell my name all, all the time. Well, I just was, delete. You have an interestingly spelled name. <laughs> like, yeah. Delete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, I, if, That's your name. If, if I can learn other people's names, they can show the hell. Yeah. Learn how to spell my name too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Thank you, Josiah. Thank you. I, I, I just can I just say I I, I you know, I, I just wanna say this that, you know, it's um I know it's a tough business. Um and you know, sometimes it sucks, but just keep trucking, you know. Mm-hmm. You you have to believe in who you are and your talent and what you bring and just keep bringing your authentic selves to to what you do, and you know, one day, you know, someone will see it. And in the meantime, create your own stuff. You know, you're not on 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 talented people. You have you're not just an a- actors. You have you have a resource inside you to bring out to cre- to be creative. You know, when 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 God made us or whatever you you believe, there's a creativity in human beings, and you can find. Like you create, you you can find that one thing. Like I truly believe we all have one, at least one creative idea, that can 
turn your life around. I, I, I truly believe that. You know, so do not wait for somebody to put you in the box. You create the box. Lots of examples of people who've, who were not right or not, nobody wanted to sign, who are now like big household names because they took a chance on who they are and that creative gift in them. You know, so always bet on you. Mm-hmm. Always bet on you. You know, so thank you for the opportunity to come talk to you, to come spend time with you, and thank you for entrusting me with, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. with this. And I, I hope I made sense. Um, <laughs> I hope I made sense. Not everybody's like him, but yeah. there are. But it's it's also your job to help people find their humanity mm-hmm. and and to touch them because they need that. Yeah. You know, and you work with other people who aren't necessarily as open and generous yes, as you are, but yeah. you also know when they're touched by yeah. things that are human and yeah. and. and that's why we're all in this. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think everybody recognizes when they're witnessing when they're witnessing something like special. You know, no matter how cold your heart is, you know. <laughs> and that's just protective. That's just because they're they're either unaware or incapable. Yeah. So we come back to what's unique about you, and 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 what is that gift you have, and and just to keep cultivating that and um, and sharing that. Hey everyone, it's Steve. After Reese's conversation with Josiah, make sure to go back and listen to our episode, How to Get an Agent, in which we talk about what it takes to be ready for an agent or manager, how to bring value to all aspects of your career, and what real success means with or without an agent. So go ahead and listen in. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. And as a thank you to our incredible community, we want to give you an amazing free gift. It's called the Comprehensive Guide to the Perfect Self-Tape. So all you have to do is screenshot your review, send it to theactingpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll send you an exclusive gift of the Perfect Self-Tape Guide to take your work to the next level. And come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. And if you're in LA, Atlanta, or New York, Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful.